holiday trots. Are you okay? <laughs> this song sucks. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't expect <laughs> you can't expect what happened last weekend to happen every time, Mark. No, you can't. It's, no, you can't. No, this is a weird kind of suck, though. This is it's just <laughs> jerky. It is, man. We're gonna get into you know how I feel about doing these things in just a few minutes when we start talking about it, and it's it's gonna get weird. It's gonna get real weird. It's gonna get real weird. Um, mm. all right, do it. We prepared. Do it. See if I can do this by memory again. Oh, it'll be awesome. But we'll see. You will. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark Davis, and I'm here with Seth Ford. How are you, Seth? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Doing all right. Had a little bit of a break, didn't we? We did. Haven't done one for a while, but that last one, man, boy, it Mm. made up for all the bad. Talked to a couple people that were kind of surprised. I did, too. Um, And we were surprised. Yes. And a couple of people taking note that it is kind of the first time that we've spent a majority of the, uh, at least half of the episode, at least the verses, yeah. talking about uh, lyrics being pretty brilliant. There was, um, you know, uh, well, they weren't brilliant, but there was a time when we went over the Toby Keith song, As Good As I Once Was, and I expressed my love for it, even though there, I, I admitted that it was, a lot of it was very bad. This wasn't like that. No. Half of it was good. Half, we felt good after we got done with it, remember? I do. I I did anyway. You know? I do. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. I've never I've never had a very close relationship with Dexy's Midnight Runners, and I still won't. Right. But that song, it was very interesting going back. I dug a little bit after the episode. There's yeah. stuff that I liked. Yeah. The, I, the, the song Gino that we covered in the episode. Oh yeah. We talked about that's a good song. Yeah, it's not a bad song at all. Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about pop? punk music i am somewhat indifferent when it comes to pop punk music i think there's a lot of it that is actually really good um you know i i do you consider nirvana pop punk no no i kind of do like more hard rock hard pop rock i think um i think they fall more into that category but pop punk like um i think when everybody says pop punk the first thing that pops into most people i know's head would be Green Day. Green Day. Green Day is the first thing. Um, and I don't hate Green Day. Green Day's, you know, they wrote some goddamn catchy songs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the lyrics that they wrote were, let's admit it, you know, early on, especially Dookie and uh, what was that first one? Green, Green River? Oh, well, or not Green River, Green something. They had oh, no, Kerplunk. 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 I'm sorry, Kerplunk. And there's another one that's like 3,000 something slappy hours. Yeah. Or something and like those that. were, those all had, they, they're all pretty, pretty good. You know, pretty good yep. songs. Um, you know, if you want to get dig deeper, you can say like the board. I'm not the boredoms. I'm sorry, not the boredoms. The buzzcocks, uh, mm. buzzcocks, pop punkish. Yeah, you know, power pop, power punk. pop. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, you know, punkish. They came in, you know, in the '70s with that whole punk scene in, in England. Um, love that stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. There are pop punk bands that, yeah, I genuinely really, really enjoy. I want to talk today uh, with you about a song that um, has been described, according to Wikipedia, as pop-punk, skate-punk, and rap-rock. Mm-hmm. And that song is Fat Lip by Some 
41. Okay, so right away, I'm guessing, Mark, that we're not going to have the same thing happen that we did last episode. We're not going to come out of this one with smiles on our faces saying, boy, there's some real poetry in there. Uh, I don't know what you have planned, but I don't have anything like that planned. No. <laughs> I don't have anything like that planned no, at all, I don't. Mark. No, no. It, 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 it's not going to be like that this time. It's going to be different. Um, yeah. So please, let's go. Let's just talk a little bit about some 41. What do you know about some 41, Mark? Uh, I know that they are from Ajax, Ontario, or Ajax, okay. Ontario. Okay. In the in America's little backyard, yeah, America light, <laughs> yes. Um, and I know that it is he- headed by Derek Wibley. Wibley. Um, I know that the original name for the band was Caspir, K A S P I R. Okay. Um, I know that they changed um their name, um the band's name to Supernova. While on tour, September 28th, 1996, which happened to be the 41st day of their summer vacation. Okay. Some 41. Oh, wow. Insightful, Mark. And very, what very you could, insightful. Are you expecting anything more? <laughs> um, well, there, there's, I suppose you could just say that um, there are little things. They, I mean, they, they, they were hit makers. This what this song was a hit. Of course, it was a single. We wouldn't be talking about it if that wasn't the case. Um, but uh, he was married to Avril Lavigne at for a time. Lavigne. Lavigne. However you pronounce it, mm-hmm. kind of like Brett Favre. Um, Favre. But uh, you know, um, you know, five little juice box jockeys from Canada. There you go. Um, that uh, I mean, there's really. I'd like to say that as we go through these bios on these bands, as we talk about them, that there's something of uh, substance that we can say about just about every single one of them. Just not on this one. No, no. um, The one interesting thing that I found was while I was looking through the Wikipedia article for the band, Mm -hmm. uh, for the drummer, it says occasional backing vocals. Because it's not enough to just say backing vocals. Right. When you do such little backing vocals that they just put occasional right. backing vocals. One line every other album. Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines, yeah. This song was on their debut album, All Killer, No Filler, released in mm. 2001. And was released as the lead single. Initially, they wanted In Too Deep to be their first single. In Too Deep. But people, uh, people preferred... Uh, fat lip, mm-hmm. uh, fat lip, not mentioned in the lyrics at any time. Nope. Um, though the uh, album cover does show a bunch of people with fat lips, mm-hmm. so they were kind of really heavily pushing fat lip. I guess. Yeah. Um, seemed to be at the forefront of whatever they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, yeah, they're trying to accomplish um, record sales. Pop punk means meets hip hop. Uh huh. Um, and, uh, well, you know, let's, um, let's go ahead and just be straight up about this. I guess we probably should. This is a bunch of young kids doing young kid shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. That's fine. Yeah. um, Derek Wibley was 20 when he, um, wrote these lyrics, I believe. mm Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. The, The math adds up. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Are are you as I, I I you're making these noises? 
can you can you take a moment to reflect and say why you're making these noises? This is these well, so, tones of exasperation. I'm glad you asked. Okay. It, it, it's it's it, it's tough to be as old as I am now. You you were a you were a, a scamp as a younger child. Mischievous you and to your say brothers. Yeah. You and your brothers were known to be mischievous. We did some bad stuff. And we come from a generation. Uh, you're, I guess, technically a generation ahead of me. A little, just by a by little a bit. Yeah. I am, as I have said many times on the No Nonsense Trivia podcast, I consider myself a zenial. I'm a, I'm a solid you're firm in the Gen X. X. You're solid firm Gen in the X. X. Yep, exactly. I got one foot in the X and I got one foot in the millennial. Right. Um, And... It's no secret that Generation X and the Zennial and even the er, the early millennial, the early onset millennial, uh, <laughs> lived in a time that was kind of like the la- one of the last um, times where it was okay to do fucked up shit yeah. when you were younger. Yes. Now, stuff like that just doesn't fly. I get what you're talking about. And yes. these lyrics, <clears throat> I'm looking at them through a lens. Uh-huh. Um, that's probably not fair to look at it through to be very, very hard on them mm-hmm. for what pieces of shit they are. And it's not just how awful they are, <laughs> but it's the fact that they wrote a whole song about it and, um, and are kind of like, and are kind of showing it off and are a little bit proud, aren't they? They they're, are. They're a little bit proud Absolutely. of how they were brought up. Absolutely. And that really bums me out. I doubt that they have any. Um, they have any. They they have exhibited any shame or gone for any redemption from that time period to now. They probably feel the same way. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing that. Yeah. They they now, just seem to be very very pumped. Um, I feel the same way you do about all this, Mark, but for just a slightly different reason. Just a little bit. Give me pause for a sip. And I'd like to say that everything that you just said, I completely agree with. But the reason I'm really upset more than anything is the fact that this shit sold. Yeah. It sold. Well, and that's the lot. thing. It's it, it's one thing to do this stuff in a time where it was okay to do this stuff. Right. It's another thing to get older and still talk about it. Yeah. By the year 2000, you know, we're becoming a little bit more woke as a nation, pardon for the lack pun. of a better word. No, it's OK. Um, and then for the song to still do as well as it does. Um, I get the, that the song is catchy. It is. Yeah, it's it catchy. kind of is. Well, it I'll is. Give it a it's a catchy song. This is. Can we just say that this is one of the worst fucking songs we've done, man? <laughs> you I, think so? I hate this. Fucking oh, OK. Song. I cannot stand. I don't song. hate it. Uh, um, I mean, I see where they're paying homage to the beastie boys beastie, i was just gonna say run dmc right from the get-go and this is uh, i'm really gonna eat my fucking words here maybe but it's the same thing that can be said for Kinrock, where he uh. pays a lot of homage to really good stuff now he yeah. does a very bad job of it right but you can definitely hear where he was influenced by this stuff of course and it's too bad but it's i mean one thing a lot to be of the, influenced by it but when when i hear this song all I think is a stone cold beasties bite right at the at the fucking beginning. Well, yeah, and yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I guess it's uh, you know, um, recreate. What is it? Uh, um, theft is the most sincere form of flattery. Um, 
And uh, you know, imitation, imitation, imitation's one thing. This just sounds like just a cash grab at oh, this sold. Let's throw it into our song. Kind of like what you know, what uh, what Kid Rock did with uh, Sweet Home Alabama in that Sweet Home, Sweet <laughs> All Warren Summer Long. Zivon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and Warren Zevon. It's just it's just somebody else's fucking song. The thing is, Mark, is that now these days you can put you can take those things. Put them in your song, get the permission, and then whatever the sales are on the song, you can you can chop it up. Mm-hmm. You can chop up the sales. That's that's totally a thing now, mm-hmm. which sucks. It sucks. It has cheapened music just to the fucking. If you have if if there's a an an in a bone of integrity in you, it should ache when you listen to shit like this. Um, all right. Well, we got to get to these lyrics at we some do. point here. Yeah. Uh, the I'm song, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. I, I could have this conversation with you all day long, yeah. honestly. But, but um, that's not what this podcast is all about. No, it's about it is. It is for a couple minutes. Complete and total shit lyrics that were. Are you ready to get your fucking shoes dirty, Mark? This song is about lead singer Derek Wibley's parents who wanted him to be just another normal person. Derek had other ideas. He wanted to do what he loved, not become another victim of conformity. Mm-hmm. At concerts, he explained that while the song was inspired by his upbringing and the travails of being a teenager, he encourages everyone to chart their own course and not give a damn about what other people think about it. He's on the cutting edge, isn't he, Mark? Oh, man. Well, there's no teenager that's ever thought that. If you're if you're. Derek Wibley by now is in his forties, thirties or forties. Yeah, right? yeah, forties. I think he's in forty or forty-one. He's been married, divorced. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's learned, I'm sure. A little I wonder bit. how he feels about these lyrics and how it pertains to that same uh, ethos. Yeah, yeah. Because if I understand, I I completely agree with having setting your own course. Mm-hmm. I have no qualms with that. However. Let me also say that there is something to be said for calling someone out when they're being a dick and with trying to adjust. I remember uh, this is a a story from a long time ago when I was in Naples. I was talking to a friend of mine, Joe, who Mm -hmm. I want to have on the show desperately, a close friend of yours as well, Joe Latchett. Oh, absolutely. Joe, you're going to be listening to this. We want you here. And there was a... Uh, someone in the punk scene uh-huh. who was throwing around the F word. Okay. Uh, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. Yes. And Joe called him out and was kind of like, hey, man, you know. And the guy was like, oh, well, you know, being punk is not caring about what anybody thinks. Right. And actually, we were both kind of like, well, it's also about like sticking up for people who are like, it marginalized groups traditionally trounced upon yeah like you're doing right now <laughs> right yeah. and you just walk this line where it's like i understand where you're coming from that you want to be an individual right but i mean you can say the same thing about wanting to be an individual and being you know yeah. a fucking uh bunker you know conspiracy theorist right like, right you know yeah you're right it is about being an individual but this area of individuality, the one that you're existing in right now where you're hanging out at a bonfire right. with a bunch of people, this individuality specifically is for those marginalized groups and for not shitting on them. Right. This song <laughs> is... Probably not, yeah. 
Yeah, it's anybody like, out there that that you know that would go around throwing around that word. I would just say to them, go do that at a fucking cramps show. Yeah, because they're not going to take kindly to it. And probably those not. f's that you're calling out there would probably whip the shit out of you. So yeah. more than more than likely, more than likely. Um, um, are we ready? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, there's really. You know, you were just talking about him, uh, you know, setting your own course, doing your own thing. Unless, of course, that thing is completely ripping off a Beastie Boys song. Then it's okay, you know, just for those few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and on your on your mark gets on your mark, M-A-R-C. Oh, that's me. That's you. Storming through the party like my name is El Nino when I'm hanging out drinking in the back of an El Camino. As a kid was a skid and no one knew me by name trashed my own house party because nobody came okay right off the bat right off the bat uh, the my biggest problem is probably is not necessarily with the lyrics it's once again the fucking rhyme scheme storming through the party like my name was el nino i'm hanging out drinking in the back of an el camino he's cramming too much into the meter right away so Mm -hmm. let's just get that out of the fucking way your rhyme scheme is shit off the fucking bat Derek. um second it's, uh, you know, he's obviously trying to uh, crowbar hip hop into, I mean, just from the get go, um, into a, a pop, pop punk song. Um, and as a kid, was a skid. No one knew me by my name. He's down. He's from the ghetto. Uh, you know, he's nobody. And trashed my own house party because nobody came. And he's downtrodden. He has really, really got it bad up there in Ajax. Ontario. Well, Canada, anybody who Canada. is familiar with the show Letter Kenny mm-hmm. is now familiar <laughs> with the term skid. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've seen a couple of different ideas of because when I when I first realized that that's what he was saying and tried to, you know, make it make sense with with Letter Kenny, I was like, well, the skids in Letter Kenny are like all into EDM and stuff. What, but I, apparently this is this has some link to Skid Row, okay, being on the fringes of society, okay, um, like being this downtrodden badass. But in this case, nobody showed up to his party. <laughs> yes, nobody came. I'm gonna trash this. Yeah, yeah um, for him. Yeah, exactly. And to trash your own house party because no one comes just is a sign of how stupid you are. And this shit sold. <laughs> this shit fucking sold. <laughs> I God trashed my it. own house because no one came to my house. It's like. So you just trashed your house and then cleaned it up? Yeah. All alone? Pretty much. I'm doubting he has a maid at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I guess he only specifically storms through a party um, as if he was El Nino when he drinks in the back of an El Camino. Mm-hmm. He's in the back of any other vehicle or drinking anywhere else. Right. It's just a regular storm. Right. If it just happened to be an Astro van, <laughs> which I very much picture him in the back of. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like a, yeah. a minor uh, windfall. Right. A Chrysler town, town and Country with that juice box I spoke of. Yeah. Watching a DVD of The Lim- Little Mermaid with his buddies. <laughs> I, I don't know. Man. Yeah, it's that's just, uh, some um, They look drizzle. like suburbanite fucking wusses, man. I know know I'm not the one you thought you knew back in high school, never going, never showing up when we had to. Mm. Attention that we crave. Don't tell us to behave. I'm sick of always hearing act your age. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know, he is the fucking persecuted, you know? He's just got it worse than anybody. Who the fuck hasn't heard this shit? It's, It's been repeated. It's, it's, this is the immature of the immature. The holiest of holies when it comes to fucking immature. Oh, actor, I'm always sick of hearing actor age. 
Yeah. I've well, Blink-182 has already done that. Yeah. <laughs> they've, to they've much greater there. effect. Yeah. I guess this is very much um, the uh, the the gilded age for the... <laughs> oppressed uh, teenager <laughs> uh, uh, for the for the white male who wants to be able to act like a child yeah. is so mad because they can't anymore Nobody takes me seriously. people get so mad, mad. <laughs> i don't want to be told to act my age i i was trying earlier to tear apart the line i know i'm not the one you thought you knew back in high school um it just it, it reminds me of the uh as good as i once was but as good once as i, I ever, ever was. was yeah it's like just a bunch of words crammed into a sentence it, it, this one <laughs> much worse though in my opinion oh, yeah. much worse For, uh, yeah i'll, I'll agree yeah, with that toby, i know i'm not the one toby you keith you, has one up on him i'm not the one you thought you knew back in high school is just janky all over the fucking yeah. place it really is it's just like what cramming unnecessary <laughs> I know I'm not the one you thought you knew back in high school. The one what? I didn't know when you thought the thing that you thought you knew was back when things were better back in high school was the day before yesterday. But it's as good as I once was. <laughs> exactly. It's so fucked up. Never going to school, never showing up when we had to go to school, which is, I guess, the same kind of fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to school. Okay, great. You're, right. you know, I want to do what I want to do, which is not go to school and learn anything. Well, he used never twice, so that really drives the point home, Mark. It really <laughs> certainly does. Never, never. Which I guess means they did. Yeah. And just coming out with it and saying that we crave attention. I mean, that's probably probably just the best the, part of the. I lyrics. was just going to say that, dude. So okay, yeah, true. I mean, there's 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 something very true. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, at cl- least he as was honest. You're going to get to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and and don't tell us to behave. I mean, like it, it's just you know, and we'll get and when you get into more lyrics later, you may be like, okay, you know, yeah, let kids be kids. You know, breed breed some recklessness into these children. Yeah. Um, but then you start looking at some of the other stuff they did and they well, say, and it's like, oh, breed some recklessness into them. But in this verse, please do not turn into a total fucking wine bag. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, mean, a wine bag and just a shit bag. I, I, I mean, I, I, we've had our fair share of whiners on this podcast. Well, I mean, just in my defense on this one, this is this is purely a whining verse right here. The shit bag's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, the oh, shit bag's sure. on its way. Yeah, I don't want to waste my time, become another casualty of society. I'll never fall in line, become another victim of your conformity and back down. Back down. Yeah. Back down. This is, I mean, this is another one of those. It's like. Mom, I'm full of angst. Let's go to Guitar Center. It's like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be stupid and silly, but also show you that I'm serious the way I show I'm serious. I'm not going to do what you want. And this sounds like it sounds like a fucking kid who's like, I want to eat candy for dinner. Yeah. And then eats it and he's like, oh, my belly. Oh, it's so sick. You're hurting. Um, or like the video of the kid. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the video of the kid who's eating an onion and her mom, her and British mom is oh. like, it's not an apple. And she's like eating it and she's trying to pretend like it tastes like an I, apple. I think I have seen that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the this these band, this band is full of like that girl. <laughs> it's just yeah. like a bunch of kids that are just like. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna I know grow it's up. Bad. I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And wasting your time becoming another casualty of society. Everyone's gonna become a casualty of society. Well, I disagree. 
I disagree. I mean, in in a, figuratively, you could say, uh, yeah, figuratively. I, mean, I guess I it depends on everyone. How if you, you survive this point in your life and you get to your late thirties and forties, actually, you're not a casualty. You're a fucking survivor at that point, right? You know, I mean, in my opinion, because we're all going to get damaged. Yeah, I mean, to a degree. And I guess it all depends on what you mean. Like, if you want to talk about, if anybody should be listening to the song, and I'm going to listen to him, it's Gigi fucking Allen. <laughs> <laughs> you're showing up to the red carpet. You're yeah. getting married to fucking Avril Lavigne. You've fallen in line. Yes, you you've absolutely have. You've conformed. Okay? You have, yes. Like, you're wearing, you know, something silly. I mean, you have a $30, even Marilyn Manson's going to fucking church. Right. You know what you're, I mean? Like, yeah, you're talking to fucking John Legend or whatever fucking hot pop star there is at the fucking moment. You know, you're, you, you've become, you're, you're, you're in. You're, right. He was he was in. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, there's pictures out there of him in a fucking nice suit standing next to Avril, at, you know, in front of a fucking red car on a red carpet. This is also the kind of thing where when you make this kind of stance, you have to wonder at some point if you're just doing it because you said you're going to do it. You know what I mean? And you kind of get into like this. Um, Am I am I just being rebellious because I said I'd be rebellious or uh, because I mean, I don't know about you, but when I see someone who is like trying to dress up in the punk rock lifestyle and to try and like push that kind of ideology when they're in their 50s, oh. I'm worried about them. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I'm worried about them. Yeah. And I mean, that's not to say that, you know, I it's totally possible to be punk and not look like a punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's totally po- it's even some You look at like the Minutemen are an example, exactly. like loads of musicians like that. Yeah, there's lo- there's tons of people, but there are people that look that that way at that age. And I'm not saying that they're bad for doing it. I just like you said though, I'm worried about them. Are they going yeah. to are they ever going to you know, I hate to have to say this, but give in and do what you need to do to 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 survive for the rest of your life and to make the people around you comfortable. Are they going to become another victim of your conformity and back down? No, they're apparently that's what we're all headed for, man. There's a reason that like people do things that they do sometimes. Yeah. Even if it's seen as conformity. It's for others. It's usually for others, you know. Yeah. You you straighten yourself out for the people that you love a lot of the time. A lot of I mean it it is good to do it for yourself. Yeah. But for a lot of times it you know just taking into consideration the people that you love is good enough. Because you don't know us at all, we laugh when old people fall. But what would you expect with a conscience so small? Heavy metal and mullets is how we were raised. Maiden and priest were the gods that we praised. All right, first third lines, there's that bullshit. There's that shit human being that we were talking about rearing its fucking Canadian head. I think this is the first... I think when I first heard the song, my reaction to the song was probably nodding and being like, this is catchy. And I think that line, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why would you laugh when, when old, old people, people fall? fall? Yeah. You're just a cocksucker. Yeah. At any age. And, At any age, Mark. And and look, I know people hate to make this argument, and I understand why they hate to make this argument. I have made a counter argument, but for here, I will just say, your grandparents are old people. Mm-hmm. At some point, your parents are going to be old people. Yep. If you want to see them fall, if you're going to laugh watching them fall, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. These other old people are other people's parents grandparents. and grandparents. Yeah. I know you shouldn't have to make that distinction. Just like people say you shouldn't have to say 
your mom is a woman and your sister's a woman and your aunt's a woman. Right. So why would you treat other women like pieces of shit? And people will say, well, you should. It should be enough that women are just people, and that's true. Mm-hmm. But for some people, that's not enough <laughs> because no. they're fucked up. Yes. And that's why we have to like break it down to the most base level for them because holy shit, they just don't get it. Yeah. Um, but in any event, uh, you know, it's just it's it's just so infuriating. <laughs> that, like this is a lyric that should be changed. Yeah, you you're talking about like if they were to play this at a show today. Yeah. I, I I disagree. I think that they should be reminded of it. He wrote it. He put it out there into the ether. It sold. He should have to be reminded of the shit that he fucking did every fucking time. Every time they go anywhere. The sad part is, is that you're probably right in that people are going to go, oh, yeah, when old people fall, I thought that was so funny. And they're going to think that it's so grand. But the reality is, is I think he should be fucking reminded of it. You know, as he as he he should. What I'm saying, Mark, is he should play this fucking song. If he makes it to 80 years old, he should be forced to fucking play this song. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be completely against it. Um, Now, the the whole the, the heavy metal and mullets thing. Uh, it's yeah. how we were raised. Well, he's Me from too. Canada. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. but you, I mean, I had I, long curly hair. I had a mullet at one um, point when I was a kid. You know, we all had them. Yeah. And I was not much of a maiden and priest guy. You weren't? No. Okay. I was I was more Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Megadeth. Yeah. I liked maiden and priest. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did. Um, but uh, I mean, more maiden I don't, than priest, but I liked them both. The, the, I'm also angered at the fact that they try to kind of conflate these two things. They say. You don't know us at all. We laugh when old people fall. And what would you expect with a conscience so small? Yeah. And then they go heavy metal and mullets were how we were raised. What the fuck does that? that please do not make it sound like people that were into heavy metal and mullets and listen to Maiden and Priest are like this. You know as well as I fucking do. And I'm putting an accent on this with my hand right now. He's got his hand up. I have my hand up. That when we were kids, there was a view of metalheads. Guys that were into Maiden Priest, you said Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, stuff like that. You, there was a view of them as being, you know, uh, typically pretty dangerous, pretty bad. And you and I both fucking know that metalheads from their earliest times are some of the kindest, nicest fucking yes. people that ever fucking Absolutely. existed. There is no getting around that. Absolutely. They might sing some of the worst, horrible, most dangerous, terrible, horrible sounding lyrics, but there are exceptions to the rule, Glenn Benton, but... For the most part, they're fantastic human beings. There's a singer for some some band, a camera Cannibal Course or something. Okay, who drives around and wins um, stuffed animals? John Tardy from Obituary. Yeah. Yep. 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 Drives around and wins yes. stuffed animals from claw machines. Yes. This and is, gives them to kids. Or yes. I mean, to, yeah, yeah. I know. Yes, that's that is a true story. Yes. A band that's like on the same level as bands like Cannibal, Cannibal Corpse, Corpse. Yeah, with yeah. Hammer smashed faces, song titles, and stuff. Yeah, that is winning stuffed animals for kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're for the most part. A lot I of mean, them. Some are of the, the best people. parents that I know to this day are still metalheads. Are there metalheads that have you know never left that? They're still huge fans. But I digress. Because we like having fun at other people's expense, and Cutting people down is just a minor offense, then. It's none of your concern. I guess I'll never learn. I'm sick of being told to wait my turn. Urgh. Yeah. The whininess and the... it. You know, <clears throat> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be a piece of shit, and I want to have my way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yes. You, I mean, you, you 
this is why I'm in such a bad mood. The, these lyrics, it's just like... You can't let that... Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just ridiculous. It's... It, I, I've I've known so many people like this, and I've probably employed a lot of people like this. Yeah, that like want their cake and want to eat it too, and want to have it at their temperature. Yeah, and want a cold glass of milk. I uh, want ten hours of overtime, but I don't actually want to work them. Yeah, I yeah. want I want to get forty hours, but I want to only work twenty of them. I just want to choose the twenty that I want out of the forty. But that too, yeah, same Ugh. fucking thing. Um, yeah, having we like having fun at other people's expense, it, w- which we already kind of clarified with loving to laugh at old yeah, people falling down. Yeah, it, it's the shithead, uh, you know, that, that has come out in these five boys. I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised that cutting people down is only a minor offense. It is. I'm surprised they consider it an offense at all because. Oh, with, yeah. Yeah. If you're watching old people fall and fucking and, and not having a conscience at all, you know, that is that's. Yeah. Yeah. How is that? You know, that is. Yeah, that's just that's not even really uh, an offense. And it, it's none of your concern is almost a threat uh, of, you know, don't worry about it, old man. It's just like <laughs> he's a fucking keyboard hero, Mark. It, well, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, it's it, uh, it's another one of those cases of like, you know, I guess I'll never learn, like, feel bad for me. Right. Um, and it, it just, it's fucking, it's just. I've, I've, I picture him as one of those kids or one of those, yeah, kids that, you know, when, when there was like a fight about to break out and something happened to him, he always made sure that his, you know, his toughest and his most aggressive moments were in the midst of a big crowd of people that were going to hold him back. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Oh, j- j- I'm gonna fucking kill that guy! And then ten guys were there to like grab him and hold him. You know, when he says I'm sick of being told to wait my turn, I wonder if he's ever considered that he's being told to wait his turn because he's a dickhead. I don't think that ever came into his mind. Seriously, I'm, and I'm not even. This is not hyperbole. This is not me coming up with some story. You know, just because I don't like these lyrics, I look at that kid and think he's never once experienced anything. Like that, you know, wait your turn because you're a little shit. You know, you need to wait your turn because you're just like everybody else. He looks like he was raised to feel like he's more important or special. Well, and everyone waits their fucking turn. And yeah, I mean, but that's we do. just the we way have it goes. To, yeah. Like, and yeah, I mean, there are some people who get to leapfrog because they have more money and that sucks. Right. But like, or gangsters. What do you think that you're supposed <laughs> to like just be able to jump in line because yeah. you're because you're not going to waste your time? Uh, because Jesus nobody Christ. showed up to your party, and then I trashed my own house like a fucking dingus. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time become another casualty of society. Mm-hmm. I'll never fall in line, become another victim of your conformity, and back down. <coughs> All right, Mark. Okay. Here's where here's oh, where boy. we get thoughtful. <laughs> And you know why we get thoughtful? Because the music says so. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They, they calm down and they, turn, they, they hit the button on the distortion pedal. It turns the distortion off. And Mark, now we get thoughtful because that's what the music tells us to do. But do we really get thoughtful? No. No, he's still a fucking cocksucker. Don't count on me to let you know when, when what? We when, don't know. I have no fucking clue. Don't count on me. I'll do it again. Piece of shit. Uh, yeah, he's just a piece of shit. He's reminding me that he's a piece of shit. Just letting yeah. me know, even though I'm trying to sound all like yeah. sincere and sweet. I'm going to laugh again when when an old person falls. I'm going to trash my fucking house. I'm going to fucking blame you. I'm not going to act my age. Go ahead. Don't count on me. It's the point you're missing. Don't count on me. Because I'm not listening. He's such a fucking tough guy. <laughs> 
He's so fucking badass. God damn, Whippy. I'd hate to meet him in a dark alley, Mark. I, I really would. I'd, uh, uh, I, I like how he says, don't count on me. It's the point you're missing. It's the point it's you're like, missing. I don't think that the point is being missed. <laughs> no. I think that like no. probably everyone gets it, but everyone's still trying to like hold out hope for you because... Somebody is. Let's talk about... Go ahead. Let's talk for a minute about A Clockwork Orange. Okay. All right, it's unusual. Go ahead. One of my favorite movies. A great movie. Great Fantastic movie. movie. Stanley Cooper. Yes. If you've never seen it, I urge you to see it. It's it's violent. Um, it's not violent in compared to some stuff that we see today, but it's violent and probably a hair triggering. Um, Please say it, Mark. Please. But it gives us. Oh, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's violent, but it gives us. What's the real message of the of the movie? Well, so here. Go this ahead. is this is yeah. I don't want to I don't want to give away the message of the movie, but I do want to talk about. I guess I will talk talk about the message of the movie. Yes, you have to because I think I know where you're going with it. The end of this. So the movie is based off of the book with twenty chapters. Anthony Burgess. Anthony Burgess. Fantastic author. The twentieth chapter of the book ends the way the movie does. Right. I was cured all right, talking about how he is going to go back to the way he was, and in a way, kind of like this, huh? Yes, yes. Um, that, you know, uh, that kids will be kids. Yes. Um, and that there is, like, a certain amount of recklessness that's just in them. That you're supposed to drain the marrow from life. Right. Yes. And um, that you can't, you, you know, you can't force them to not... To not learn uh, on their own accord to an extent. You can't really undo the human psyche. Right. Yes. Yes. In this case, violence. Now, here's the interesting thing. Okay, go ahead. Here's the interesting thing that a lot of people don't realize. In the book, there is 21 chapters. In the 21st chapter, Alex is released. Mm -hmm. He goes about, he gets a new group of droogs friends he goes around to fuck shit up yes it doesn't feel the same okay that makes sense it feels it feels different it's it's not as exciting as it was right and he goes to the Corova milk bar he goes to a restaurant and he runs into one of his old droogs and he's got a wife and a kid mm-hmm. and uh he's like holy shit it's not that is that's that's what I want. It's not supposed to feel the same. Right. It's not you can't undo the human psyche. Yes. Which for to a degree is you're wild, you're orange, you're Beethoven when you're a kid, you're violent, and then there comes a point at which you have to move and you have to take the people that you love into consideration and you have to recreate and you have to be, you know, you have to be there. There has to be love to give in your life at some point. Now, while it's true that you can't, you can't push down um, the, the human psyche um, that you can't, uh, you know, you can't subjugate what, you know what you've got inside of you um you can work to try and reroute those feelings and emotions trim the edges yeah right. yeah yes yes that's a good way but um all this <clears throat> comes back to this song um because it seems like 
um, it seems like this song is kind of like the twentieth chapter of yeah of of, of, of a Clockwork Orange, Orange the book yeah without getting to the twenty first chapter right I mean it's um it's it's like you just you're you're probably the chances are you're gonna hit the twenty first chapter yeah almost everyone does oh he has and he has point. yeah I'm sure and he, he has. has yeah I guarantee he has and he has and to sing this song as a 40 year old man is probably super insincere and super stupid cathartic it's yeah yeah (laughs) listen he's he he should be forced to play it when he's 80 he should he really should man he should have to play this over and over again well i'm a no good nick lower middle class brat backpacked and i don't give a shit about nothing You'll be standing on the corner talking all that kafuffin. Ooh, the kafuffin. Did he just turn into like a 70-year-old man, like yelling at kids in his yard? I'm tired of your kafuffin. So this is what's interesting. Are you gonna are you Googling kafuffin? Well, they say that they came up with the word. Okay. Now Sounds I, distinctly Canadian to me. Now I know I've always heard a word like it. And I don't know. I don't know what like kerfuffle. I think it might be kerfuffle. I think it's kerfuffle that you're thinking of. Um, but yeah, so they, this is apparently a word they made up. Okay, this reminds. Do you know what this reminds me of? Go ahead. It reminds me of from the hit song. Uh, that what uh, what's the uh, the song we did by um, Incubus? Pardon uh, me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Yeah, I knew it was two words. Pardon me. Talking all that kerfuffle. Apparently, it means bullshit. Okay. to the band well that's of course um he's got his own little word they've got their own little language that they speak amongst the ajax ajax <laughs> community but you don't make sense from all the gas you be huffing because if the egg don't stain you'll be ringing off the hook you're on the hit list wanted in the telephone book i like songs with distortion to drink in proportion the doctor said my mom should have had an abortion 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 there's like 11 of them lower middle class brat i mean i i guess this is one of those things that we were talking about earlier where you you at least have to give it for him for being aware of him being a piece of shit of his station yeah <laughs> oh you, oh you, yeah you're a piece of shit all right well i'll give you that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah sure lower middle class brat yeah well, okay. why don't you run with it and make a sell a million go platinum with it yeah i don't <clears throat> give a shit about nothing mm-hmm um kind of stands on its own the kerfuffin thing does kind of get to me man i can't help but think that like some like 45 year old man living in the wilds of canada i don't give a kerfuffin about anybody you know yeah i can't tell if he's talking about himself or someone else when he says you'll be standing on the corner talking all that kerfuffin but you don't make sense from all the gas you'd be huffing it's obviously the kerfuffinites on the other side of the corner and they're talking about egging people and mm-hmm. calling people. Because if the egg don't stain, you'll be ringing off the hook. What the fuck does that mean? I think what, what he's the- saying is that if they egg your house and the egg gets washed off, then they're going to call you. It's literally, it's the same Maybe problem I a- have with Blink-182. It's like fucking grow up <laughs> yeah maybe just bear with me bear oh, with me boy. on this one i don't want to give him any credit do, 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 do. no shit 
maybe it's a Beastie Boys reference because they did bite the Beasties at the beginning. You know, Eggman. They constantly bring up eggs in their songs. I doubt it. Maybe I, I don't doubt know. it. I, I don't. You're right. I don't want to give him credit for fucking anything. Yeah, I, I, I really don't think so. This is one of the worst songs we've ever done, Mark. Really, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um. Apparently, this is from Genius. Apparently, even the singer's family doctor thinks the singer is such a troublemaker <laughs> that allowing him to be born was a mistake. Um. After he sings it, which. Please, Mark. I don't know how how shitty do you have to be for a doctor to tell your mom that you should have had an abortion? Like, must have been like, must have been Canadian pop punk bad, Mark. After he <laughs> sings this, the last two syllables echo echo for a while uh, before the band launches into abortion, the last course of abortion, 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 as if they want to give the listener time to absorb the impact of this shocking line. Yes. Um, He's on the cutting edge. It also says this line has been satirized by two different humor websites. Please tell me who the hard times. I will be not to get political, but I agree that some 41's mom should have had an abortion (laughs) and collegehumor.com. I'm the doctor from some 41's fat lip. And here's my side of the story. (laughs) Oh, they're both geniuses. They are. They're real geniuses as opposed to genius.com. They're actual (laughs) genius. The hard times and college humor. Uh, I don't want to waste my time, <laughs> become another casualty of society. Yeah, I'll never fall in line, become another victim of your conformity and back down. And isn't this also a little bit like our friends in Dexie's Midnight Runners? At, in, in, a, in a strange Is way. Is this not in a strange In a strange twist? way. We're, 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 you know, it, it just the circle hasn't been added. Yeah. The curve hasn't been added. But one whole portion of it is there. One whole portion of, you know, the young... The going crazy, the I don't care, the we're gonna do better, you know, we're gonna we're not gonna be like yep. our parents. All right. that has they not just us. don't they don't turn that corner no, like not Dexies us. did. Yeah, yeah. No, no not I'm us. not gonna I'm not gonna conform. Yeah. Um, yeah, you are. Guess what? Guess you are. <laughs> You're gonna be in those coal mines too, buddy. Yeah, I've seen yeah. you on those memes. Yeah. Putting on a little bit of weight, people making fun of you. Yeah. Doesn't feel so good, does it? No. I'm sure Derek Wibley doesn't like it. I'm oh, sure no. Derek Wibley doesn't like people. Making fun of him. I doubt he. I doubt they do play this song. But like I said, they should be forced to. Oh, they have to play this song. Yeah, they have to play this song. If this is one of it's those. Their, things, it's their hit, isn't it? It I mean, is, is absolutely. There, what else have they done? I don't well, know. In too deep is is another song that was kind of big. Don't even know released it. afterward. I remember this one. Trying to been trying to forget it since. Thank you so much, Mark, for doing this podcast with me, where I have to relive bullshit like this. That I thought I would forget. No, really, this is what we're here for, and I do love it. Uh, waste my time with them, casualty of society. Waste my time with them, victim of your conformity, mm. and back down. That's it. That. We did it. Is it. We did it. We did it, and yeah. I don't feel much better. Um, I, I feel, I, I don't feel as bad as other songs that we've done, like, you know, when we did... There's other songs that we've done, like when we got done with Brown Sugar, I just felt horrible. I just felt absolutely horrible. Well, because you're fighting as something you love has yeah. has turned its back on you. Yeah, and there, but there were others that I knew were bad that I was that at the end of it I was like I know they're bad, and then at the end of it I was like I knew that was bad. Now it's just making me feel bad. This one I don't I don't have that feeling with. I knew it was bad, and uh, I feel like a I think I feel like me and you have done a service. 
Mm-hmm. We have. I think we've uh, we've we've really you know put our best foot forward on this one. The song came together in pieces over about a year and a half. Wibbly came up with a riff first, then hit on the chorus about six months later. Eventually, he and his bandmates came up with the verses and put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, really came together there, didn't it, Derek? At one thirty-eight, there's a false ending where the song stops before going into the bridge. Some 41's record company asked them to remove it because radio stations hate dead air, but they held their ground, oh, Seth. Because they'll never... They'll never conform. They're never going to conform. Yeah. They're not going to be victims of your conformity and no, back down. In your society. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what more can you expect from a song that was on the American Pie 2 soundtrack, I suppose? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else I want to fucking talk about this song? Probably no, Mark, not. there's not. What um, are we going to... Oh, we have to do Creep Factor. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. What do you um, think? Creep on my, mm, to me, uh, it's not so much a creep thing as it is a shithead thing. Uh, there's some creepy parts to it. There's some. There's some. Some creep. I'll give it like a like a three point nine. Like there is a there is creepiness to it. You know, watching old people fall. What kind of creep does shit like that? You know, uh, what what kind of creep wants to put that into his fucking song? It, it, it's there. It's just not off the off the roof. It's not like, you know, like bone shaking creep. So, yeah, about three point nine. What do you say? Um, Creep factor. Very low. Um, you think lower than three point nine? Yeah, really? I would give it I'd give it maybe a straight two. Really? Because uh, there's not much creepy. It's shitty. If we're talking shit factor, we're shit talking factor, asshole factor, shit factor, we're going we're like, like 9.9. 9. 9. 9. Yeah, 9. yeah. yeah. <laughs> shithead Somewhere factor. Somewhere up there. Might have to adjust for the future. Uh, shithead factor. Uh, or we can just call it the Wibbly factor in the future. Yeah, yeah. From here on out. Right. Um, yeah, I'm looking through uh, some of the, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people shitting on some 41 and a lot of people really stu- sticking Standing up for up them. Standing up for them, holding their... Um, it's, uh, it's just people fighting and, uh, someone calls someone a cock licker and, oh, um, okay, well, we all have our jobs and I'm sure that that's gotta be someone on the, uh, side of some 41 Yeah, that just comes off like a some 41 side. It is. Um, so next, what are we going to do, Mark? What are what, we going to do in the future? That's going to rectify what the, the, actually, I'm, I don't want to say the mess that we made. Cause like I told you, I think we just performed a, a, a service. Uh, how can we top it? How can we top it? Well, I think we can probably top it by doing a little song called Graduation by Vitamin C. Okay. This is one that wow. we've talked about doing for a while. Yeah. Uh, and have not done. I wanted to do it back in June. Um, this is a this is a my suggestion. Yes. Yeah, this is from way back. This is one that I that I suggested from way back. Actually, my wife kind of pointed it out to me while we were listening to it one day. We just had the old, uh, 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 you know, Google Home just play in Spotify, and we heard the song come on, and I said to her, oh, you remember this song is from like 15 years ago? And she said, yeah, I always thought it was stupid, so we started to pay attention to lyrics. Boy, it really held true. Yes. Really, really did. It'll be fun. Yeah, we have, um, we also have a a very funny um, repeat uh, artists that we'll be doing at some point here. Yeah, don't want to say don't anything give away yet. yet. Don't want to say anything but, yet. Uh, but boy, is that going to be that's going to be fun because the initial song was great. Yeah, I got really good feedback from that episode, and this one is going to be a lot of fun. As soon as I started writing down the lyrics, 
Oh boy. Yeah. I was like, I sent a message to you and said, and I was, it, I didn't get the message right away, but boy, when I went through those lyrics, oh boy. Oh, it's, it's the first head to head. It's the first back to back. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, artists that we do. And, it, and it's definitely worthy. We got to take care of that soon. Mm. All right, Seth. Yeah. A pleasure hey, as always. You had a fucking fantastic weekend, didn't you? I did. You did. You got and to you play. Did too. I had a real I had a fun fucking weekend. I had a really really fun weekend. Uh, I got to see, you know, you and uh, Kyle Ann play for a bit. I got to see the guys from Your Glow get everybody to pop their knuckles. I got uh, very disturbing sounding. It was sounding. very disturbing sounding. Um and got to see Surfer Blood whom I like very much. I I really like Surfer Blood. Uh, got to see a live show, which does not happen often anymore, and and we seem to be turning the corner and getting back into that. And I can't I can't tell you how happy I am that that's happening. I'm going to see more live shows. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and my daughter's going to run, and we're going to have Thanksgiving. When you guys hear this, well, it'll probably be the day after. And I hope that you all had a fantastic time with your families, or if not, that you had a fantastic time with whoever and had lots and lots to eat and felt good and watched the Beatles. Oh, documentary that is. I got to find out, out when it's airing because it's I am going. Day. Well, I'm I'm going to wake up the minute it drops. We're because okay. I will be all over. Oh, it. so you're going to get up at like f- whatever three, time it takes. Okay, I I do know this actually. It's like three or four a.m. Eastern time. Okay, is because it it drops at one a.m. Pacific time on Disney Plus. So you're going to have to get up at four to see it. No problem. Okay. I know you're going to do that, and I would do that too because you know I'm just as big a Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. But I promised my wife and daughter, my wife, my wife, that we were going. My daughter is going to run the turkey trot that day. My wife will too. And then when that's done, I got to come home and cook, and then we're gonna we're gonna eat our dinner, and then immediately after that, we are going to sit down as a family and watch what amounts to the Twickenham footage. Of the recording of Let It Fucking Be, which every Beatles fan knows, real Beatles fan knows, is out there, but has never been fucking seen until Thursday. Cannot wait. That's fucking huge. Cannot man. wait. That is huge. Cannot that is, wait. Oh. Very, very excited. Yes. So enjoy your holiday. I hope you enjoyed your holiday. This will be released after. I hope you enjoyed your holiday, uh, and we'll be back next Friday. Uh, make sure you listen to Graduation. By vitamin C. Vitamin C. And be vitamin C. Vitamin. And be prepared. Goodbye. <laughs>Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyricstogopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.